Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Cod Swallop. Good choice. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You might know me from the Tell Him Steve Day podcast and the I Sell Comics podcast. Listen, I love podcasting. I love talking, but what I really love doing is talking cod swallow. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay, <laughs> I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Cod Swallop podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast, Talking Cod Swallop, right here, man. Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. I am Gemma. No James this week. I would make up a story of, you know, visiting glory holes or whatever, but he's not. He's just doing boring old work stuff. So, but he is gutted that he can't be here today because we have got a very special guest. And, well, he's been a guest on this podcast quite a few times now. I think it might be three times. And uh, This is my second. This is your second. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I do apologise. Although I did talk to you briefly at a Comic Con, so you know maybe it's your. Third. Oh, that's true. That is my third. Then yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I take it back. Yeah. Although that was like a little tiny chat, anyway, wasn't it? Yes. So please welcome to the show the incredible Gary. Hello. Not Hello. So, not that incredible. <laughs> uh, yes. You... No, I, I, I have appeared briefly in. A, I think when you were starting out as a snippet. Uh, and then last year we we recorded to talk about board games and things. So mm-hmm. I have I have been on there before. So I apologise to, to your listeners for boring them with with more of my waffling. Gary, first of all, you could never bore anybody because you're such a lovely person. And second of all, this is what po- podcasts are for. You know, the, the the check is in the post. You're very kind. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have to work hard for that fifty p. Fifty p. I don't think we discussed fifty p. Oh, was it less than fifty p? I'm battling it down. Put it that way. <laughs> oh, you cheeky. <laughs> Always. So, Gary. I mean, it seems like a silly question to ask, but how have you been? Because obviously, I don't know <laughs> how you've been, <laughs> but. How have you been? Yeah, I've I've been all right since we last spoke, uh, where it was all lovely talking about board games that I make, all the custom-themed uh, games that I do. Yeah. Uh, and then shortly after that, we discovered that Kevin Smith himself had done a little video. Yes. Uh, thanks to you promoting Talking Codswallop, uh, someone else went, oh, hang on a minute, I know that 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 face, that's, uh, that's the guy who made a board game for Kevin Smith. So that was all lovely. Um, and, and then it wasn't. No. So, yeah, without, without wanting to bring anybody down uh, on, on such a joyous podcast, uh, yeah, I got diagnosed with uh, colon cancer last June. Yeah. Um, but I'm all good. It's been removed. The affected part has been removed. I'm now a, a foot shorter of colon, uh, but I'm all intact. I'm not quite as full of shit as most people might think I am uh, as a result. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, they, they, I, I basically went, so it wasn't right. I was eating and then not feeling right and I was drinking and not feeling right. And so I went and got some tests done and they found a stage two uh, tumour in my colon, which they very promptly uh, whipped out on the NHS and, you know, God bless the NHS, but they, they, they brought me in, they knocked me out, they whipped it out, they kept, they patched me back up. And then after about five, six days off, I was back home again. And then I've just spent the last few months doing some preventative, keyword, I have to stress that one, preventative uh, chemotherapy uh, treatment to reduce the risk of it ever coming back. Yeah. And as, as of the 2nd of January, after a phone call with the oncologist, my blood tests are all fine. Everything's as it should be. And my CEA levels, which is something they use to measure uh the blood cell count for, for cancer as i understand it i don't understand it i'm not a doctor no, um exactly. it's all all fine and as it should be um so yeah it's been a bit of a it's been a bit of a, a time shall we yeah. say yeah definitely and yeah and going back to you saying that you're boring people and that you're uh depressing people and whatnot this is an important story to tell so because 
especially has you kind of ignored quite a few of your symptoms, didn't you, with regards to that? Not not so much ignored. I just knew that something wasn't right. Um, and it, it, it it's one of those things where, well, maybe it will go away. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is stress. And, I, and at the time, I was going through quite a bit of a stressful situation with neighbours and the loss of our pet and stuff. So I was just thinking, all oh, this is stress. And then the day the neighbours moved out, uh, I, I felt fine. And I was like, yeah, this is stress then, because the fact they've gone has just made it all lovely. Yeah. But by that point, thankfully, I was already in the process of getting tested. I'd already spoken to a GP. So I didn't. I very nearly did write it off as stress. And like I said earlier, I'm not a doctor, and I'm going to advise everyone that isn't a doctor that you're not a doctor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so if you do have something that doesn't feel right, and if you don't have something that, 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 that you know, you know your own body half the time, but if you don't, if you don't feel so, it's right, get it checked. I mean, there's, we're all guilty of putting off an appointment and we're all guilty of just thinking we know best. But I think if, you're, if there's something wrong with your own body, then, then yeah, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I checked it out because it was stage two, which meant that it hadn't spread and it hadn't got any bigger than it needed to. Had I have left it, I could be in a very different place right now. Yeah. So thankfully, um, you know, I... I Spoke to a GP, which obviously during, during lockdowns and COVID is a little bit of a task as it is on yes. an already stretched NHS. But thankfully, I, I managed to get hold of one on a video call uh, and describe my symptoms. And of course, I thought, well, it's probably stress. It might be a bit of IBS or something like that. And thankfully, they turned around and said, well, the thing is that that sort of thing is so common that we want to eliminate everything else before we just jump to that conclusion. Yeah. So they, they monitored me sort of over two weeks to see how it was getting on, but nothing was getting any better. So they were like, right, okay, go and get these tests done. So I had a test that had a raised FIT level. I don't know what FIT stands for. All I know is it's a fairly new procedure that they bought in about a year ago. But basically, yes, I had to, I had to provide them with some lovely blood and some, some not so lovely uh, other bits that they needed. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, and then a, a, a nice young man who really should have bought me a drink first uh, did a quick examination and went right. We need to come and see me next week. <laughs> Was their fingers up bums by any chance? <laughs> I don't want to kiss and tell. If I'm honest, uh, <laughs> or at least he kissed you. <laughs> well, what a man does in the privacy of his own attic is. <laughs> I mean, I've only got his word for it that his name was the one that was on the certificate on the wall. I mean, for all I know, he could have been the photocopier engineer. But um, <laughs> no, he 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 very very kindly was always like, "Oh, this is a bit unusual." But normally, it's nothing. Generally, these things are nothing. Yep. We just like to be certain. So, can you come next week? And they were they um, they they whipped me in and sedated me, and then well, I was I was meant to be in there for about twenty minutes, half an hour, is what they told me. They sedated me, and I was like, that wasn't 20 minutes. That was like five minutes. That wasn't any time at all. God, what was all the fuss about? Uh, and it's because they, they literally found this thing whilst examining, and, you know, he very kindly was, do you want to see a picture of it? No, no, I don't. Oh, you've already shown me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, though. I think I would be quite fascinated in some ways. I know it's a horrible uh, thing, but... Yeah. Yeah. No. The, the the printout is still somewhere in this 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 place, but I'm not quite sure where. Hopefully, I can shred it at some point. I'm not planning to frame it. No. Yeah. You're not planning on making a board game out of it, then? No. 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 In fact, that, that it's amazing how quickly everything held into significance. Although, saying that, um, once I was uh, out of the hospital, I was only in like I said, I went in on the Monday morning. And then I was back home on the Saturday. And it's the Saturday, if you if you cast your mind back to when everyone was all hopeful about the Euros, yep. it was the Saturday where uh, England uh, were, were doing very well. Uh, I can't remember who we were playing. Now, was it Uruguay? Now, who were we playing? There was a big match, and it basically, we, we thrashed. Was it um, the last game? Yeah, no, no, it was, it was sort of like midway through. But it's the one where we won like 4-1 or something stupid. But basically, everyone else around me was sort of cheering and celebrating and I'm just sort of sat there on the sofa going, please don't move too quickly. <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a week in hospital uh, in which, like I say, the nurses and the consultants and the doctors and that, they were all fantastic as you, as you expect to be, particularly the trying time like COVID. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, without wanting to get political, you do see people going, well, they're cutting cancer treatments because of COVID. And it's like, no, well, they didn't cut mine. They looked after me. Yeah. I saw an oncologist and she, she you know, 
very i don't think they're ready for my sense of humor because i i keep making jokes throughout with it but um they you know they were like you know we're gonna we're gonna send you on a four courses of preventative chemotherapy treatment which uh essentially meant that i'd spend two hours in a, a hospital chair having it administered intravenously yeah and then i would have a two-week course of tablets uh, with it and so for the first couple of days they give you like steroids and uh, anti-sickness and then you're just on these big these big pink tablets four in the morning and four in the evening and they're horrible by, by about the middle of the first week you you are struggling to keep anything down with it because it's just yeah it's not the worst situation to be in but it's not very pleasant no because to be honest like because i remember a lot of it with my my dad because my dad my dad had cancer and uh he wasn't as successful well he was successful for quite a while but he wasn't successful in the end unfortunately but that doesn't that doesn't mean you're not going to be successful because you will be but um (laughs) yeah i do remember a lot of like the symptoms and things like that with regards to you know what he experienced and stuff so it's uh it is hard and yeah chemo is horrible yeah i mean even just as preventative and of course you know i'm there every sort of three weeks i've been i'm not i'm not there now thankfully uh and nor am i in a hurry to return but yeah every three weeks you go in and you see people that have been going for months or having like you know four or five hour sessions going on you know and you you, know, you sort of sit there and go well, i'm just here for two hours and i've only got four sessions to get through these these poor people have you know have got it far worse and probably in a worse position than, than i am i've got nothing to really be be sorry about but my god those tablets are horrible <laughs> yeah you're allowed you're absolutely allowed because i think you know something that somebody once told me was is that well, it was two things it's that everybody's personal problems are big mm. to them so it doesn't matter. Yeah. In some ways, it doesn't matter what how big other people's problems are because your problems are still big. But also, somebody else said something that they, um, if you were to put all of your problems into a pile with everybody else's, you'd probably want to take yours back, wouldn't you? Mm. Yeah. You know, sometimes you look at other people's problems, you go, "Oh crap," you know. But at the same time, you're absolutely allowed to feel the way that you feel. <laughs> And if if the tablets yeah. are making you feel crap, then you're allowed to be feeling crap. <laughs> I'm amazed I got away with as much as I did because the way they, they sort of portray it is that you're going to sell through this, but it will make you feel like this. It'll make you feel like that. It'll make you feel like this. Yeah. But to be fair, it wasn't terrible. It didn't leave me feeling too bad. Yeah. Uh, I had some like neuropathy in my fingers. Which which basically means like you've got like a pins and needles feeling yeah uh, straight after it uh, and then there's a bit of nausea and a bit of lightheadedness but uh, in, in all fairness I still managed to pretty much do everything I would normally do work has been great work has you know just take as much time as you need so even to the point now where if I sort of message the gang and just sort of go guys I might need a little bit of a nap they're just like fine yeah so my work my workplace has been great my wife has been great my family's been great everyone's been everyone's been fantastic throughout it all and without that kind of support, I think, as you and I were messaging the other day, yeah. that kind of support around you does make all the difference. You know, to, to have people that are just like, "You're all right, you're okay, you're coming out, you're doing stuff." I mean, I mean, even even now, and I'm starting. To, I finished the course of chemo in November, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm kind of still getting some of the side effects. It's like they do like one final round through your system. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, there's like an encore where you. I think whether you, whether it's because your body's conditioned to having the treatment. Or, or whether it's just these things take a while to get out of your system. I mean, I've, I've read reports that some people have it up to like six months to a year yeah. uh, where the side effects, even though you're not on the tablets, the side effects might rear their head. So I still get a bit of neuropathy. I still get nausea. I still get extreme tiredness. But I look back at what I was doing during during the actual treatment of chemotherapy. And it's like, I think the first session uh, I had, we ended up going to a friend's birthday drinks that night. Which I honestly was, you know, I don't, I might not make it to your birthday drinks. No, no, that's fine. But I made it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had that first session and I made it. Managed to get down to Dorset. I mean, as, as you a Dorset lady yourself, uh, I managed to get down to Dorset and uh, see see my family uh, once the restrictions allowed. 
Um, Got stuck at the train station, though, didn't you? Or was that just a separate occasion? Oh, I think that was a separate one, yeah. Yeah, with the trains. Oh, don't, don't get me started. <laughs> no, I really don't. Uh, <laughs> so you know what this podcast is for, right? We just have a good old moan about stuff. So feel free. Feel free to moan about oh, the trains. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to be that person, but let me just assure you that Come the revolution, Southwestern Railway, you will be first up against the wall. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say there. It, it, you know, I don't know why they don't bother with a timetable. They may as well call it best possible outcome and just be done with it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's with that. Um, we managed to get down to uh, a beer festival that some friends of mine organise every year in Newbury. Oh, cool. Uh, and, and, and ultimately, the last session of, of Kibo in the chair. I mean, obviously, like I said, I had the, the chair session, and then I'm on tablets anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that last that last session, I took the last of my tablets on the Friday, the nineteenth of November, and then after that, I have three days of like a, a, an immunity boost uh, injection. But that was the weekend where I was at Comic Con Olympia for the winter, um, and I think I ran it on complete adrenaline. Um, because I have been exceedingly tired throughout everything, but somehow I'd, I'd already booked the stall. I had an option when they postponed it from July to move to November. I had an option to postpone it further, and I was like, no, I just want to get out there and do it. Yeah. And it, it, it does feel like the last few months, and, and sitting back on it now, particularly now at the moment where I'm, where I'm sort of get very, very fatigued and, and tired, is looking back on it, maybe I was doing everything like there was no tomorrow, um, and now I know there is a tomorrow. I'm kind of slowing the pace and feeling it. But yeah, I managed to do Comic Con. It was great to be behind the stall and meeting with people and chatting with people. And yeah, I felt a bit normal. Yeah. And what was Comic Con like? Uh, You know, because obviously I've, well, not obviously because you don't know necessarily, but you know, like I've been sort of wanting to go back to sort of the Comic Con scene, but also quite nervous about it because of the crowds and stuff. So is it. Yeah. Is it quite good, like, you know, with regards to, like, protection and stuff like that, or, you know? I, I think so. I think a lot of people are exhibiting common sense anyway. Um, and you do get, I mean, with Comic-Con, you, you get people from all walks of life and backgrounds and, and you know, vulnerabilities and what have you. Oh, I've lost you. Okay, well, we've just had a few technical issues, um, just like as usual with the Talking Cods Wallet podcast, but luckily I'd managed to save the first lot of audio, so that's good. And Gary, where you were at was Comic-Cons. <laughs> yes, before I broke the internet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was at Comic-Con. Uh, yeah, no, they, they restricted numbers on daily attendance. All the stalls were spread out. Uh, they had mask checks and temperature checks, uh, as far as I'm aware of people coming in. Mm-hmm. I know they certainly did for us dealers. But yeah, no, the, it was a quiet one. For mid-November, I think it was quite people dipping their toe in to see how it was organised. Um, it was definitely very spread out. There, there, there was a lot fewer stalls than usual. They had all the guests up in one area on the balcony of Olympia. But yeah, no, it was... It was nice to be back. Yeah, I can imagine. And it's kind of, it's quite nice and quite reassuring, actually, to hear that, you know, they are, I I, I always imagined that they would look after people, don't get me wrong. But it's yeah. quite nice from somebody who's been there to uh, actually know what's what, you know. So Yeah, it, yeah. I'd say a lot of people walking around with, with their masks on. Uh, I think they were doing checks at the door because they had to obviously monitor people coming in and space them out. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd say from that perspective, it was successful. Uh, I'm just looking into whether I can do uh, the February one at the end of spring. Oh yeah, um, and then hopefully the summer one. Uh, and I think as time goes on, they'll they'll work out what they can and can't do, and and what they can grow and what they're lumbered with as a result of all this. I think, but yeah, no, it was, it was nice to be there. Yeah, yeah, sort of back to back to a bit of normality and reality sort of thing yeah just just nice being back behind a stall and talking board games with people that was always fun yeah and for anybody who doesn't know what you do because obviously we have covered it like you said on the previous episode but um you know what what is it that you do with regards to like the board games and stuff oh well oh yeah well i mean yeah if if anyone uh, uh doesn't know uh, i design and make custom themed property trading games 
because yes. I'm not allowed to say the other popular pop property chain game word. <laughs> but, uh, um, and I've also recently just, uh, I, I mean, I've, I've been told it's successful. I've not played it myself as yet to test it, but uh, I've recently uh, did a murder mystery prop- uh, board game based on another popular murder mystery solving uh, game. So, yeah, I've just done that as well. So that might be something else I'll be branching out into doing. Uh, in the future, I'm just trying to work out the logistics. Yeah, that sounds actually really fun. And, and as we say, after, after last time we spoke, and then you went and promoted the podcast on a, a Kevin Smith uh, Facebook page, and then uh, one of the members turned around and said, oh, that was nice to hear Kevin talking about Gary's board games the other month. And I'm there going, what, where, who, this is news? <laughs> yeah, because I'm not part of the, um, we're not Patreon, but whatever Kevin Smith is doing. because he's Oh, the Kevin Smith Club, yeah. Yeah, I'm not part of that. So um, I didn't know any about, anything no. about it either. So, so you I, I am Gary. part of it. <laughs> no, no, well, well A, I'm, I'm part of it. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a member of the fan club, but I didn't know anything about the videos because... I'm not commuting. I mean, I'm still working from home on my day job. Uh, and so I don't get as much time to catch up on all the footage and stuff. I can listen to a podcast, but I don't get to listen to everything. And, and with Kevin Smith, as we know, he's quite prolific in what he does. Yeah. So it wasn't until I think it was Ben on the Facebook page turned around and went, oh, yeah, that was nice. And then I had to go through and try and find it. Um, and thankfully, uh, once I found it, they gave me permission to use it. I managed to get the original file sent over from smodcast oh that's cool and uh i i trimmed out the bits where he was talking about going to the dentist but yeah they <laughs> they, they they sent me the they sent me the, uh, the original footage uh, of the episode and allows me gave me permission to use it the big man says yes is what i got told so that was uh, that was pretty damn cool yeah and that's that's an amazing way to promote isn't it through the eyes of kevin's you know through the mouths of kevin smith sort of thing as owned by yes yeah yeah, he he talked quite a, not even like a little small piece. He talked quite a bit about it, which is which is stunning uh, <laughs> for, for me because I've never in a million years. Yeah, but, so uh, so I just uh, just to quickly sort of do like a bit of promotion here as well. So if there's any Kevin Smith fans um, actually listening to this episode and they're wondering who the incredible person was behind this board, then and and didn't know from the facebook page here's gary his contact details will be given out at the end of the uh episode and uh yeah get in touch with him because i think you know he's a few projects now you know he's bored now <laughs> uh, yeah yeah I've had, I've had almost six months off no we did all right last year i, I took it easy one well, the minute the minute i had the um the 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 uh diagnosis uh i did put things on hold um with regards to anything that didn't need to be done this this second, um, fair enough. But it's been a it's been a slow, a slow burn back into it. I had a few bits and pieces to do for Christmas. I made um, six six. I think I discussed this on the last one. I was in the process of doing it, but I made six board games for members of the Lancashire Hot Pots, which are a comedy folk band. You did, yeah, because they were the ones with the um, mobility scooter that you made, wasn't it? The shop mobility scooter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool, and it was cool the fact that you actually made it. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it was it was one of those things where I'm still not quite sure how I did it, but I, I managed it, and and they've all been very happy with the games, yeah. uh, and they've said some nice things. And at some point, they're hoping to have a, you know, obviously, a they're back touring again and gigging, and but then we've also had like the distancing and stuff going on. But at some point, they have they have turned around and said to me they're going to try and do a, a a video for me of them playing it. Which would be cool. That would be cool. Definitely cool idea for the for the page as well for your um your like website and stuff like that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. All helps. All helps yeah. to be able to say as owned by Kevin Smith or as owned by the Hotbots or uh, yeah. all that malarkey. There's another film director in uh, that there Hollywood that's got one of my games that I delivered just before Christmas, but I've not had any feedback. But then I I get the impression he's quite a private person. Ah. Uh... But uh, he's he's directed many a film quite big comedies in like the late 70s early 80s but I, and, and a very famous comedy horror but i can't say much beyond that but are we not allowed to have the inside scoop here come on come well i well well i mean i mean if i if i just if i if i just said the three amigos okay then that's a bit of a clue uh because that's what i made for them i made them a three amigos game oh awesome uh which is one of their works so 
Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's fairly apparent who it is on that, but it's just one of those things where I think they're quite private, so I've not, not really broadcast the fact too much. Yeah, the thing is, is that I'm sitting here thinking, right, I'm going to have to Google that afterwards, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure still. But that's okay, because I will look. <laughs> well, just, just think of me as an ambassador for Google, because now you're all going to be searching. Yes, indeed. Going, what, what's that old man on about? Films, what? <laughs> <laughs> how old are you you're not old <laughs> i mean i've aged a little bit in the last six months but i'm, I'm 47 now um oh you are old then. but yeah i am <laughs> old manners are oh yeah that's all right that's good that's fine <laughs> well there that's we go a... might have an episode title at least old man <laughs> sorry <Yeah. laughs> that's cool I, I can live with that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly feels like it at the moment. All the aches and pains and everything else going on. Oh, God, look, we just got to the giggling and the laughing part. You can't go backwards now. <laughs> oh, I, oh, well, I, well, I can. I, yeah, slam it, slam it into reverse. <laughs> slam it into reverse. <laughs> I, I'm an old man now, and if there's one thing I can't stand, it's that I can't stand up. Yes. <laughs> you no, got it's very... all good. I don't know if you do. You know of Jeffro? I know Jeffro. Of course, I know we lost him recently. I know, which was really sad. But, but you've got a very similar sense of humour to him in some ways. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think so. Well, yeah, it could be worse. And as long as I'm not Jim Davidson, that's fine. <laughs> no, I did. I like Jeffro. So yeah, I, we like a bit of Jeffro. Yeah, who are? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when I when I. When I want to have, what was there's like a, there's a real back a comeback that he said was um when I want to hear when I want to hear your feedback or something I'll fart or something or when I want to hear an arsehole I'll fart yeah yeah if I want to listen to an arsehole I'd fart yes 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 <laughs> yeah I'm not allowed on Zoom team meetings anymore <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, I'm allowed on them, but I'm not on visual, so you know it's only audio. So, and usually I'm just like, oh, "Hello." Oh. <laughs> yeah, there. I, yes. Anything to report? No. Can I go home now? You are home. Brilliant. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what I'm trying to do. Or I just mute myself and just listen to what everybody else has got to say, and then you know, like, because I'm I'm sort of working still, you know, like yeah, yeah. I'm doing order processing, so you know, the orders don't stop coming in just because I'm on a telephone call. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, <laughs> so yeah. No, I'm 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 very lucky that that uh, I have a, a great. Uh, team that I'm, I'm part of at work in my day job yeah. and at my department my department manager um w when I was going through all the hospital stuff uh you know they'd check in with me to see how I was and I sort of I was like I'll, I'll probably come back I'm gonna be off like two months is what they're telling me mm -hmm. but I'll probably try and come back a bit sooner one day a week and then I was back in like five days a week working from home just like just crack on and give something to do yeah. Um, but my boss would check in. He would check in when he could. And he's got his, I mean, we're, we're, a, we're a team of misfits in which we've all had a bit of a tough year with, with health and relatives and family. Yeah. And so we've all been in a bit in the same boat, but we've, we've, we've all sort of got each other's back. So if anyone needs to leave early or needs to take the day out or whatever, then we're, we're on it. We don't say too much about it. And then with my department manager boss, he would, he would jump on a work call if he was available and then like once the other team had finished, he'd stay on with me just to see how I was doing, see if there's anything I needed. He'd, he'd chat to my wife and see if there's anything she needed. And he was just like, look, this is the time where we take care of you because yeah. you're doing that for us. So, so you know, and, and the, the comment, the feedback he got from my wife was, I like your boss, he's very sweary. <laughs> so I'm, I quite I quite like the fact that I've got an environment in which, which, you know, if it's just us, we're not doing the professional thing and we're just talking, that, that he's just like, you know, sod all this mate don't worry about that you've got enough to deal with so yeah, yeah it's been quite good like that yeah and that's good that's nice when it's um an understanding team and boss and whatnot is it actually quite a small um team then that you work for or yeah it's a, it's a, a, a without giving it away big company but small team i'm part of a small team where we deal with with asset and archiving yeah um and so yeah i deal with a lot of lot of artwork and and making sure we've got stuff 
kept on file and looked after and stored correctly and all this kind of thing. Um, but there's only, there's only sort of me, two other young lads and, and my department manager. Um, and then that's just our initial division. Then we've got like another couple of larger teams spread out at different locations and what have you. So yeah. Yeah. It's been one of those things where I only a few people sort of know what's been going on with my health the last few months, uh, just purely out of, you know, necessity. Yeah. Uh, in that respect. Uh, but yeah, th- those who do know have been, have been very supportive and, you know, they'll email me to see how things are going, not just to ask me to do some work. They'll actually email me just to see how things are. So that's always nice as well and appreciated. Yeah. Or, or they could be buttering you up. They could be saying, hi, Gary, how are you? I hope you're really well. Or, you know, or how are you doing? You know, you know start a little chatter. By the way, is there any chance you could do such and such? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, Dad. I, I mean, this is the thing. When I, when, I, when I first announced, I was like, sort of said, I'm going to come back and do one day. If I just log on and do one day a week. Yeah. To which they were like, look, if you log on and do half an hour a week, we don't care. Um, you know, as long as you're all right and you're okay and your energy levels are fine and you don't feel stressed. Yeah. Uh, and I think the first, the first sort of week back in and uh, a, a project came in that involved me having to go through a list of like 5,000 product IDs and then Ooh. filter through and find what we held for that. So it was just like, oh, why did I come back? I could let someone let's have let's wait another week. Someone else would have dealt with this. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's all right. So that's, that's Muggins here. He'll do it. He's a one man wrecking crew when it comes to searching for things. So that's nice. It's quite nice actually. I don't mind. I love, I love getting my teeth into stuff, and I'm, I'm lucky to have a job where uh, I, I deal with some some quite cool bits and pieces and get involved in different projects. That's, that's quite fun. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been nice just being able to return to work and actually want to return to work after what I've just been through and go, do you know what? I just want to be happy and distracted and doing stuff yeah. I enjoy doing. So that's been quite quite good as well. And they you know, the HR team reach out and check in on me and make sure that my head hasn't fallen off or anything. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we don't want your head to roll. So uh no, yeah. definitely not. But um yeah, so I think sometimes work can be a welcome distraction, can't it? Because Although every Sunday evening, you know, like when you were a kid, you used to like have that thing of, yeah. oh, school tomorrow. Yeah. Well, if any teenagers are listening, it doesn't get much better as an adult because work's the next day. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't change. And then and there's normally bills associated with it as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So, actually, um, it's if you, worse. <laughs> if, you are, if you are young and free and don't have that fear or dread, then good for you. But quite frankly, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, no, I, 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 you know, it's nice to have something to get up and go, do you know what? Yeah. I, I, what, what does the day hold? Is it something different? Is it something new? Is it something before? Is it, you know, I'm always, I mean, I've been, I've been working in print and design for about 30 years now because, you know, I am old and I started young. Um, and it's a case of, uh, you know, I still use stuff that I learned 30 years ago. I still call back on things. I'm still learning different things every day as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I, to have that kind of thing is very lucky because you're not all that lucky to get, get jobs that allow that. You know, and I've been in those jobs. I'm, I'm lucky to be where I am at the moment. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I dread to think, you know, what the last few months would have been like if I was working for, say, one of the, uh, you know, another company. You know, because not everyone's got that that sort of position to go. Yeah, to take two months off, and we'll we'll make sure you're okay if you need anything, sort of thing. So yeah, um, just very fortunate in that respect. I'm just very fortunate that I, that I listened to myself. And that's the one thing that I, I mean, I kept it fairly quiet when I got diagnosed because I didn't know what the future held. Yeah. I didn't know what's around the corner. Um, there were a few people that, you know, immediate circle that, you know, I had to make the phone call with. I had to tell my mum and my mum's, you know, no spring chicken. So that wasn't much fun because I had to do it via the phone. But thankfully, one of my sisters, well, both my sisters went down to Dorset to see her. Uh, and let me video call because they both still endorse it. So they went round to see her and okay. let me video call so that she could see face to face that no, mum, I'm fine. I'm, I've not got a bald head and I'm not a six ounce stick figure. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. you know, I didn't want her thinking I was like a, some kind of Hallmark movie. Um, yeah. And, you know, nice. you know, some kind of thing. So, so that was uh, pretty, pretty handy to do. Then my sisters came up and, and stayed and, and 
supported my wife whilst I was out with my friends, support whatever. But I didn't, I didn't really tell anyone um, outside of those until I had the first session of chemo. The, the day I had my first session of chemo was the day we lost Sean Mock. Um, yeah. So that was more uh, more of a thing together for me. Then was to like, you know what? I'm not worried about. I, I wouldn't normally choose social media to do it on, but I did put a post out there just to sort of say, look, just so you guys know what's going on. Yeah. Because there's there's about 500 of you, and I don't have the time to call you all. So, <laughs> you know, it's 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 here in black and white, and and you know, I'm I'm very much of an old school thing of of you know, if people haven't got anything better to talk about, they'll make it up. So I was like, right, okay, here are the facts. Here's what's happened. You don't need to worry about anything. I'm having preventative chemo. It's not you know, curative or anything like that, it's preventative. So that's a good sign, a good word to use. Um, but more importantly, you know, like I say, I nearly wrote it off as stress because I'm not a doctor. And thankfully, a natural doctor went, no, no, this isn't. So I'm glad I got it checked. I urge anyone who's not, uh, who's, who's got a grumble or a niggle, you're not wasting anyone's time by going to ask a doctor about it. You know what I mean? I'd rather go and I'm sure they'd rather you go and ask them uh, a silly question about yeah. an ache or a niggle or something that's not going away, um, then, then, you know, you get to a point where, where you, my, my biggest, uh, my biggest worry at the time of getting all the tests done was, uh, that whole kind of thing of, if only you'd come last week, <laughs> yeah. which, uh, so yeah, so I, I'm lucky that I, I listened to myself and I'm about to say, I've, I've since I sort of, went public with friends uh, about it all um, and the treatment and the, the urging to get stuff checked. I mean, the, the amount of people I've had reach out to me uh, and tell me that they've gone and got a test done or they've gone and got something checked or that appointment they've been putting off, they've suddenly made it and done it. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm talking close friends, vague acquaintances. Uh, we had a wind, we had a, a window fit around, because uh, they were doing some work to the, the, the place we live in. We had a window fit around uh, Rough Lad, 60, East, sort of like East London, Papa Giza. Yeah. And he, he saw my tablets on the side and was like, oh, what's that then? You've got to take them, have you? And I'm like, yeah. And I told him. And he went, well, yeah, no, they've been checking, but they've been telling me to go for a screening to me prostate because I'm 60 now. I don't want to bloody go and do that. My wife keeps nagging me. I went, mate, I'm 47. Go and get it checked, please. You know, you don't know me from Adam. You literally come around this morning to do some work on, on some windows. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? Just listen to your wife, listen to yourself, and just go and get it checked. Because if it's nothing, great. Thumbs up, if you'll pardon the expression. But um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? You know, great. If it's nothing, then, well, then that's peace of mind. And if it is something, well, then you've possibly just given yourself a chance to get it sorted. And to be fair to him, you know, I, who am I, you know, this, this, skinny stick figure from Dorset telling some gruff old builder and you know to, to to go and get his health sorted out um but about a month and a half six weeks later uh he turned up again because he had to do some more work on, on the, the place above us okay. and whilst he was waiting for the the, the chap upstairs to, to to turn he sort of did very sheepishly first of all he was like oh yeah no just come back from spain be a lovely holiday in spain blah 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 now we can travel again and then he very sheepishly changed his tone and just went, I did listen to you, and I would have got it checked before I went on my holiday. And I was like, did you? He went, yeah. He goes, because I told my missus and I told her about you, and he, she sort of went, right, that's it, you're going. Do you want to go on holiday and have to be worrying about it, or do you want to get it out of the way? Yeah. He goes, so, so, so he was like, so I went and had it done, and everything's all good, nothing, nothing to worry about. He said, but, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you. So I was like, fair, fair play. That's great. And if, they, you know what I mean, if, if, if you you know, if someone tells you that, that's great. If, 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 if you don't have to listen to me, but I'd rather you did if it comes to something like that. Because you know, I, I tend to try and worry about everyone, and it's it's one of those things where, yeah, I, I've had, like I say, close friends, vague acquaintances. People tell me that their partner went and got something done because of me, and it's like, well, that's cool, that's great. And when it came to to um, you know, Facebook does its birthday fundraiser, pick a charity for your birthday. Yeah. Uh, I, I set it up in, I set it up as just being for Bower County UK. Um, and I just thought I'd raise 150 quid. That'd be fine. Uh, and then uh, you beautiful lot all, all, all raised, or those that know me, 
uh, raised over a thousand pounds for bowel cancer UK. Um, I know. It was a smashing it out of the park moment, wasn't it? Absolutely bloody amazing. And yeah. you know, I mean, it's 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 having having been with you know in the hands of the NHS um, uh, and and being monitored by doctors and being checked up on this, and I've had scans and X-rays and all that going on. Um, so to be able to do something back or give something back was was bloody amazing um and the fact they sent me a thank you card i don't know why they sent me a thank you card it's just that everyone who donated a thank you card all i did was have the bloody thing um you know but they probably, uh, they probably couldn't afford all of the cards though could they so you know <laughs> well yeah well i you know i took a photo and went this is for you not there you go thank you very much made a, made a, old man Azari, very happy there you go yeah <laughs> 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 yeah so so I, and, and one thing i, I just want to stress because i mean i know you've got a demographic and you've just passed your 200 episode mark which is amazing yep because you were you were just getting this off the ground when i first sort of met you so I know, uh, congratulations yeah. there on 200 episodes plus uh that's amazing but uh i just want to just want to stress it because i imagine you've got a demographic of listeners of all different ages we do. um yeah yeah and trust me the one thing I've heard consistently throughout this whole ordeal is, A, I'm a bit too young to have it at 47, but they are seeing cases in people in their 20s, in their 30s, fit and healthy. The people that go to the gym, the people that eat the right things, they still see in cases of it on the rise and they don't know why. So just because you're a certain age or a certain thing, please don't just ignore it and say, well, it can't be that because I'm too young because you don't know. Um and I, you know, I lost a dear friend of mine uh, a couple of years ago because he thought he had a bit of a bad stomach, and he was only thirty-two when he died. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, without wanting to bring it all down, uh, you're not impervious. You're not Keith Moon, and even he's dead. So you know. Um, <laughs> so you know, just yeah, just just please, just take it on board and just you know think about it and just go. That doesn't feel right, or that makes me feel a bit queasy when I do this or whatever. Just go and ask. Because if it's nothing, great. Happy days. And if yep. it's something, well then, yeah. So yes. Cause I so what now? I was Can't go back to doing Dick, Dick and Nobs gags now. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, but <laughs> I do... the party down. <laughs> I do think that it's important, though, because it's like, you know, before I got diagnosed with my diabetes and stuff, I started feeling a bit blur, you know. And it was, you know, I didn't... I did sort of ignore it for a while, and I know, I know, diabetes isn't quite the same as cancer, but it's still, it's still, no, it's still, it's still, it's still similar in a way. Well, well but, it still affects your lifestyle, and, and then how you lead it. And there's, you know, there's there's different ways of treating, yeah, uh, various bits of mobs. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. So I'm, I'm in some ways, I'm glad that I went to get it checked out. In other ways, I'm not because now I can't eat sweets, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm joking. I, I, I'm joking. I, oh, no, 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 I'm having to. Apart from the fact that I've had to quit smoking, which is probably sensible yeah. anyway. Um, and then I also have to cut down on my red meat intake, so I can have red meat, but I've got yeah. to limit it. And I can't do processed foods. Apparently, processed meat's not good for you. Yeah. Um, so I've had to cut down on pork scratchings. And if there's one thing I like, it's a good old pork scratching. Oh, can you have them occasionally, or just have them not at all? I mean, I can probably have them occasionally, but it's probably not advisable, so that'd be good. Yeah. Um, the one thing I did find when I came out of the hospital was that I suddenly had an addiction to chocolate eclairs, which probably isn't good for me either, but uh, <laughs> I've managed to surpass that now. But uh, when I was in the hospital, they allowed me let me have some food. Uh, the food was, you know, this is what passes for lasagna, this is what passes for bolognese, well, this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which in itself, you're there going, I'm supposed to be cutting down on red meat, why are you giving me lasagna and bolognese? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right then. No, um, kind of thing. But one day they were like, "Oh, for dessert you could have a chocolate eclair." And I went, oh, "I'm all over a chocolate eclair." I've one in years, uh, and I had a chocolate eclair there. It was the nicest thing I've had in the entire hospital system. I'm not going to argue. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I, I I had the chocolate eclair, and then when I came out, I just kept ad- accidentally falling into my shopping basket, sort of thing, <laughs> or adding them adding them to my list because you know I. I, I lost about a stone just being in hospital. I've managed to put that back on. That's all good. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, 
Because you were never you were never big anyway, were you? So you know that's good that you've uh, put the weight back on. I'm mostly fueled by alcohol, but yeah. <laughs> I think most people are nowadays. <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny because when we put like our recycling bins out or whatever, because my mum was not really that m- big of a drinker before, and, and I'm not mm. massively either. But um, since since her boyfriend's or fella's been living here, it, it seems weird to call a grown man a boyfriend. You know what I mean? But mm. um. Yeah, they they always put out the sort of recycling, and there's always loads and loads of bottles now. And I'm like, mm. yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. I tell you now, if you want your Christmas tip, I'm going to give you a hernia first. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, See, I got a couple of bottles for um for Christmas. So you know, I got um a a, a bottle of rum that I've still got. You know, and it's like, it's the 17th of January and I've still got it. You know what I mean? I've had it since Christmas. Yeah. And there was this other um, this other bottle of rum that I got from, well, <laughs> I was being cheeky one day at work and there's this uh, salesman and nobody listens from work, so I'm going to carry on with it. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a salesman who was like, oh, you're doing really great today. And um, he said, oh, I have to buy you a drink next time you're in the office. So I said, well, and I sent him a link to um, Uber Eats, I think it was. And yeah. I sent him the, the bottle of um, Kraken rum. <laughs> I picked the oh. most expensive rum <laughs> or the most expensive <laughs> I could get away with anyway. I sent him that link <laughs> and I said, well, you nice. can always buy it now for me if you want. And then a couple of hours later, it turned up on my door and I was like, no way. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, yeah, so I need to crack that open as well at some point. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, yeah, so it, does, it does pay to be cheeky. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely live my own life by that rule yes yeah definitely so this is the first time i've ever said it so gary shh, don't tell anyone <laughs> i haven't said nothing yeah. nothing to no one <laughs> the sad thing was though that my mum nearly turned it away because she hadn't ordered anything and i was out <laughs> so i was like no, no. <laughs> yeah no <laughs> bloody idiot <laughs> oh well <laughs> yeah nice <laughs> well i don't know about you but i think maybe we should sort of wrap up the episode now because then you can head off to the pub because we you know nat- how very dare you <laughs> i know that's where you're going next you cheeky git <laughs> not at all not at all no but um yeah if you did you want to sort of like give us your you know social media and a bit about you know where people can find your oh yeah stuff? yeah yeah if you want to if you want to check out the kevin smith video as we've discussed it it's on my facebook uh page for the game so it's facebook.com slash international ridicule yeah um and then on twitter i are at ir boards and instagram as well uh, or you can go to the webpage, which constantly needs updating, uh, which is internationalridicule.co.uk. Uh, and if you if you want to reach out about board games, or even if you've listened to this episode and gone and got something checked, then I'd love to hear about that because that just makes me feel like I'm doing something good. Um, so yeah, you can just yeah contact me through those and and uh, yeah. Let me, let me know if you want a game or if you just want to go, oh, I went and got the pimple on my bum checked, but it's just a pimple <laughs> on my bum, but at least I know. That would be great. <laughs> Sorry, it's the way you say it. <laughs> I just got a pimple on my bum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I imagine that's what you all sound like. I have no idea. You know. <laughs> Big burly men, pimple on my bum. <laughs> I don't I don't even know if they're from Burley, but yes. <laughs> well that definitely wasn't a Burley act well, actually I don't even know what a Burley accent is, to be honest, so it could I'm have just been. making it up. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, thank you ever so much for taking the time to talk thank to you. us. Thank you. Yeah. It's been really, really educational, but really good to hear from you as well because Yeah, thank you. Obviously, I send you messages from time to time. I don't like to send too many. Despite the restraining order. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. But um, I don't like to send too many on a serious note because I don't want to sort of feel like I'm bombarding anyone. Do you know what I mean? But um, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So, but I'm, you know, I'm always here if you ever need to chat about stuff or whatever. Uh, but I appreciate that, and hopefully, it's not been as too depressing for your no. listeners. Um, you know, it's not an easy subject, but. Uh, <sighs> I've made so many jokes myself over the last six months. I'm probably going to go to hell anyway. I might as well earn it. Um, <laughs> I think we need to hear a couple of the jokes before you um, before you go. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I mean, even just when the consultant was sat down with my wife and I to tell me about what the operation was going to involve, I stopped him halfway through and went, "Can I ask a quick question?" He said, "Certainly." I said, "Am I going to be knocked out during all this?" And he sort of looked at my wife a bit puzzled, like, "What?" And I went, "I don't really care. You go in and do what you need to do." I'm going to be asleep. I don't need to know about any of the, the grisly bits. You just go in, get under the bonnet, do what you want to do. I'm going to trust you. And he's like, right, okay, all right then. Um, <laughs> right, I'm not sure. And they're just like, is he for real? I'm like, what? I don't, I don't, what am I going to do? It's, it's, you know, one thing I had a lot of over, over it was uh, people telling me how incredibly brave I was for it all. And I'm there going, I just have a choice. There's no bravery here. I didn't have a choice. What was I going to do? Just, oh, I just had a bit of colon cancer. Get on with it. Yeah. No, you know, there's, there's no choice at that point. You sort of go, oh, all right then. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd turn up for my uh, my, my chemotherapy sessions in my Monty Python I'm Not Dead Yet t-shirt, <laughs> which, which gave the nurses a chuckle, you know? I think, I do think that people with a sense of humour do are needed in that situation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um it it is one of those situations where I I always thought I'd be the one who sort of like run for the hills and, and break down, but mm-hmm. but when faced with it, it was a case of, well I haven't got much choice in the bloody matter. I've got to crack on now. Yeah. Um so yeah, yeah. It was it was so yeah, I don't mind a bit of, of you know, silly humour with it all. And even with the oncologist when she was describing the effects of the neuropathy uh, from chemotherapy about how it makes your, your fingers feel all fizzy and they're like oh because you, you're an art worker so if you want to change the dose we can lower the dose so it doesn't hurt your fingers so much and, and I, again I, it's an old classic but I managed to get it out there and I always will if I can which was just like you know will I be able to play the piano and she was like oh oh yeah yeah absolutely I, went, well, I couldn't before and <laughs> but, but she fell for it that's not for me to say so that she fell for it but yeah it's a silly old gag. But... Oh, you are so silly. <laughs> Ridiculous. Some sick people in those hospitals, I don't have it. <laughs> See, so even even when you're feeling down, you know, or whatever, you know, you you don't let things get you down completely i know that obviously probably you do in some ways but you know yeah it's good to keep your sense of humor and it's good to keep on going you know yes yeah yeah you so know you in, in, in the words of, of the late robin williams if they can't take a fuck joke them yes. so you know <laughs> that's what try to go with just you know have a laugh get on with it <laughs> Yeah. But thank you for having me again. You're absolutely welcome. Right. I'm really going to let you go this time. So I'm going to click record first. So, uh, <laughs> you know, click, not click record, but click save first before oh. you do go. <laughs> oh, no, I've just clicked record. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> oh, I've got to remember all that again, have I? <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. we got to do it all again. Sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Cool. Well, thank you ever so much again, Gary. And um, I will see you soon. I'm going to see you at a Comic-Con very soon. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, you will be. And I will right. be as well at some point. Cool. When I All right, Jimmy. <laughs> okay. You'll be fine. Go to the pub. Okay, bye. 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 bye.